Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. One mile of rigorous courses to get to that money. Episode 2 of Million Dollar Mile coming up now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, guys? Welcome back. We're super excited about this episode. We got No One Can Beat Me, episode two, Million Dollar Mile. And I'm joined by my lovely Tiffany Tony here. Hey, guys. What's up? Thank you so much for coming back this week. And wow, we had... Quite a start last week, and I like this episode way better. This episode was getting me on the edge of my seat. I know that one. So first up, we had Logan Cohen. She was a 28-year-old marathon runner and a boxer, and she was doing it to prove, like, to pass judgments on women. We know how women say, yeah. like, they can't compete no, as athletes. No, she, she wanted to prove to girls that they had the power to push through any stereotype, and I think, you know, that that's a good cause to run for. Exactly, yeah. yeah. She wanted to prove to everyone out there that women can compete as athletes with men, and keep it going. So she, oh, she was actually on the Forbes 30 Under 30. I don't know if you yeah, caught that. Yeah, they said that. I was shocked. I yeah. couldn't believe that. She it's did amazing. a mobile app. I think it was first, like, good, like, students who go, do good deeds, they have rewards on there for uh-huh. them. So, so like, she didn't really need the money, but she wanted to, to fight for her cause, and I admire yeah. that. Well, this show, that's yeah. what it's all about. You gotta, Absolutely. If you're focused on the money, you're not going to finish. <laughs> you got you to have a cause going behind you. So she starts it off, and then the defender was Orla Walsh. She was a Spartan pro. She was a D1 soccer player, cross country, and track, mm-hmm. which was big time, I thought. She's doing three sports, D1. Yeah, and they're all sports that require a lot of endurance and oh, cardio yeah. strength, so I was pretty impressed cross with country? her. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't even run probably a mile. <laughs> and so she starts it off. What did you think about this performance going on? Um, You know, I want to say... I was kind of skeptical of her. I hate to say it because she just didn't look very athletic to me in the beginning, talking about Logan. But then when she started, um, I was impressed. I thought she yeah. she got off to a good start, and mm-hmm. I was really excited to see what she was going to do. Yeah, well, I was so. excited because she was a marathon runner, and I feel like a lot of the courses, they do require strength, but it's more endurance than strength. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, even if you're on the monkey bars and any kind of that stuff, you still need your endurance built up. You can right. have all the strength in the world, but... It's endurance that's mostly going to carry you through all these obstacles. For sure. And the thing I liked about Logan was she smiled the whole time. No matter how tired she was, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, she's still smiling. Yeah, I know. I she was a was, happy one. Yeah, she was just happy to be there. That's because she's know? on the Forbes 30 under 30. <laughs> <laughs> right? So she starts off with spiraling up, which I think was the best choice. Once you get that full lead on spiraling up, which mm-hmm. I think is one of the most easier things on here. Yeah. Once you get that first lead and you get going, the momentum builds and you're fine. You know what I mean? No, you I got- totally agree with you on that. I think spiraling up is where I would start if yeah. I were on this obstacle course. Yeah, that's what I'm sure. saying. You get that momentum going and once you get that lead, that's mm-hmm. all you need. Once you that's See, that's what people don't get. They always think like, oh, like I'll get the hard ones out of the I way. Know. But if you get that lead first and foremost, you're, you're good. You're done. It's Absolutely. Over. You know what because I mean? Because the goal is to at least finish one of these um, stops on the obstacle course, and she was able to do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you got to finish them all. I wonder if anyone's going to get to that. Mo- 
I hope gonna... so. I really I hope. hope so. I hope. I don't think they would make this show if no one would ever get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not impossible. No, it's definitely not impossible. I'm going to train. I'm going to get on. <laughs> All right. No. But so she gets on. She was struggling a little bit because the the gap started building up a little bit. And I think she was on the smaller yeah, side. She looked she a bit a tiny. Yeah, she was a little short. Yeah. yeah. So it was like it went from like a four foot gap and it started getting bigger and bigger as it went up, mm-hmm. which is pretty big. I mean, honestly, that's probably even hard for me and I'm 6'2". Right. I thought it was smart of her, though, to to know her limits and, you know, to stop while she was ahead. So... Yeah, but realistically, if you stop so early, you don't know what you can do. You know what I mean? Like, once you get... There's a point where you get so tired that you can, like, push through it. And you know what I mean? That threshold of pain. Yeah, like, if you've been running and you're like, oh, like, I got cramps. But, like, you keep going and then finally you push through and you're, like, numb and you can just run it. Well, I trained for a triathlon when I was, like, in college. And... The training for it was harder than the actual race, I have to say. Yeah. Well, at least that's what I thought. But when you get there and your adrenaline is going, that threshold of pain, I feel like it's expanded because you're like, all right, this is the race. This is what I'm here for. And so a lot of that goes out of your mind. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Exactly. I feel like with, like if you stop right away, once you have those first initial pains, it's like you got to have more in the tank. You right. know what I mean? So There's always get... a little bit more. <laughs> exactly. I like that. You know what? We're both going to try out next time. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> so she's getting up there, and then the defender gets released, and she breaks down the lead all the way to, like, 145, just starting yeah. off with that run, which mm-hmm. I think is the most essential part. That first run, if you bust your ass on that first run, you're going to get a good lead where you're at. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But you don't want to burn out. Yeah. It's, you've got to so find the strat- middle ground. Yeah, there's so many strategies. See, I, where I feel like I would do is I would have a good stride on that first run. I'd probably sprint. Mm-hmm. And then I'd take my breather when I'm on my obstacle. Because it's more thinking. There's no breather on the obstacle. Have you seen these obstacles? Well, no. If you think about <laughs> it, there's more thinking on the obstacles. You know what I mean? Like, if you're on flies on the wall, you can yeah. wait it out and, like, plan mm-hmm. your plan your attack rather than just full sprinting. For you sure. Give it all you got on the sprinting is what I think. Mm-hmm. I think what I would do is probably start with... A steady pace on the first one and then pick up my speed as I go along on the runs in between yeah. each obstacle. Yeah. Because yeah. you have the lead anyways. You have, For sure. Yeah, you have two minutes. Right. So she gets up there. The The defender gets released, drops the lead, and then she flies up. The defenders always fly up their first obstacle. So this defender flies all the way up this thing, cutting it down by 40 seconds. Brings the yeah. lead down to 108 from 147. And then she heads down to the exit. But they are, she already banked the 10K. She did it fine because she already had a good lead on her. And then she gets to the energy bars. Right. Oh, no, she doesn't. No, no, no. The next one she Why did I write to... energy bars? Oh, I put she should go to energy That's bars. That's you did say it's that. my you strategy. Said she should... You know, women with upper body strength, I think, you know, it's not necessarily always our strong suit. So yeah. I can understand why she wouldn't do that. Yeah, but she's a bit lighter. I feel like yeah. if the lighter you are, you can fly through that. You know what I mean? I don't know. You I don't see your so? point. I mean, I think it really just depends on the individual and how often she's training. And is that something that's her focus? Yeah. So, okay, know. well, here's a good question for you. Do okay. you think it's more important to be strong or more important to be agile? Like if you're doing these courses, man, you know, I think a lot of the the stops on this obstacle course do require a little bit more agility. Yeah. Um, the la- I mean, of course, the exit uh, at the exit, you have to be pretty strong to get yourself up that road. Yeah. But I mean, all of the other ones, I think they require a little more agility. But I mean, I would say you have to be you have to be both. Yeah. There has to be a balance. Yeah. You know. I agree. I think. I think where people mess up is they always go for the strong. Right. And then they get gassed out. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. I don't know. That's a good question, though. 
So she finally gets to the rope. She just calls it a day with the 10K. Mm-hmm. And she finally starts going up the rope, and her legs are swinging. She's looking a bit tired, and the lead gets cut down to 41. I was really nervous at the end of that, you guys. I thought that she was going to catch her, and she was going to lose, lose the money. The it was so close. It was literally a race like this. Yeah. No, I was like, oh. <laughs> well, these defenders are no joke. Like, no. they pick the best of the best to go after these people. They like, really did. It's honestly not fair, if you think about it. Like, these people do it for a job, and then they just get people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm a marathon runner. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's honestly not fair. <laughs> so anyway she's getting up the rope but orla's flying up catches up with her and literally it's probably maybe like a 15 second differential and she finally she makes the money it was pretty close yeah i would say it was super tight yeah. which is surprising i don't know why i was really i had a lot of faith in logan mm-hmm. i feel like logan was gonna take it the full mile she's a boxer and all that i feel you know what i mean yeah like i just had some good feelings in her and then second up we had kellen pagel mm-hmm. who was 28 he was from strongsville ohio and he was a quarterback at the university of massachusetts he was a beast. I thought this guy was the best. He was really a big guy. I mean, 230 pounds, 6'4". Yeah, 6'4". But That's he didn't a lot look, of weight to carry he, around. He didn't look 230. You know what I meant? He like he, he looked like... He was a compact 230. Yeah, he yeah, looked in definitely. shape. That guy did not look too... I would have guessed maybe like 200. Mm-hmm. He was in shape. That guy was a killer. But he was a quarterback, but he couldn't play anymore because he got so many concussions. Right. And he was bummed out about that. But yeah. I mean... That guy was a beast. He definitely <laughs> was. I mean, he was in great shape, but 230 pounds is a lot to carry around, especially if you're wet and you're in wet clothes. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that really slowed him down. But the conditioning from football was probably, like, so insane. You know what I mean? Especially playing D1. I don't know how long ago he played, though. I didn't right. say. I mean, so. the training's definitely intense. Yeah. I, I would say that. But the one thing I'll say is that elements like wind and rain, I mean, you do have to conquer those. Yeah. But for short bursts of energy, whereas this... You're saying with, in football? Correct. Yeah. The the energy burst is a little shorter. Yeah. And you get a little more time to recover, whereas with this, the wall, he didn't have time to do that. He had yeah. to keep pushing. So no, I agree. It was really interesting to watch him try to do that. Yeah, I do agree on that. Because football, you see a lot of like sprints. You see a lot of that in the training you know what i mean you don't really get the full endurance training right yeah i agree with that so he starts with energy bars and he i thought fl- like flowed through perfectly yeah he had some really good form on that and he, yeah. was, he was moving at a steady pace yeah he was flying he had the nice little swing to him he was just cruising yeah. you know what i mean I was and then, so the defender was vj jones who was a young he was a whopping 20 years old this guy right. and he was an obstacle course racer since he was a little kid and he was the youngest spartan race winner in history so how do you feel about him? Were you surprised by his performance? No, I wasn't surprised by his performance at all. He was very confident. He was very agile. He looked extremely flexible. Yeah. And, I mean, he did have youth on his side. Yeah. Let's be honest. So I really, I did expect him to do well. well. I mean, the other guy was only 28. Is that old? Well, no, 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 no. Not old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not old. But, I mean, there's definitely an eight-year difference between the two of them. No, so. yes. <laughs> he's, got, he's got, no, I see what you're saying. He's yeah. Young. He's a young man. But I could tell that he was super athletic. And I think yeah. that he was very determined. And there was one note that i made about him um he was really confident and yeah. and i feel like confidence can be really intimidating confidence I, is key oh my gosh i yeah. noticed that kellen didn't even look at him yeah he, he, before the race started he didn't look at him at all he was yeah. just like I'm, I'm just ready to go and you said so, that last time you got to look at your opponent in the eye Remember? yeah i think uh, that's all you look the, him in the eye and they don't look back yeah then you know who won yeah. that one <laughs> But this is the reason why I keep bringing up, like, the strength versus the agile because, mm-hmm. like, this is the perfect demonstration of both. You know what I mean? Like, right. that quarterback was, like, the definition of strong, just a big guy who right. had all that weight on him, and then the kid was agile. And we could see, like, the differences in both, 
But I don't know. I always feel like Agile is the, the way to go. Because that VJ kid probably wasn't the strongest. You know what I mean? No, probably not. But he was able to, to lift his own body weight and exactly. to move with flexibility That's what and I'm dynamic saying. movement. And, um, you know, as a quarterback, you don't really move much yeah. in the game of yeah, football. Yeah, it's all just footwork and Correct. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This that this whole, like, this whole performance from the, these two really made me think on what's more important. And then I'm thinking in my head, like, where should I start working out more? <laughs> <laughs> So he goes, he starts, he's very fast. I put very fast and lengthy because yes. he was long. With his 6'4 limbs, he was flying through energy bars. Like he had no way to even stop. He was killing it. And then the defender gets released, but he already got the 10K before the defender even got to the energy bars, which was surprising. I was surprised by that too. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. he was going to bl- blow through that that fast. You know what I he mean? He got off to a really good start. His pacing was great in the beginning, I have to say. Exactly. Kellen. Yeah. Yeah. And then the defender gets released and he all like, usually when they get released, you know, the lead gets dropped a bunch. Right. The lead only got dropped down to 152. So that like makes a point on how fast he did the energy bars. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? Absolutely. So the lead gets dropped down barely by eight seconds. And then Kellen picks to go to Windy Wall, which is a 40-foot climb with rain and wind like blasting into you. Like they have fans and water just literally hammering you as you're on your way up, which I thought was super <laughs> gnarly. What did you think about that course? I mean, to be honest with you, that's not what I would have chosen. Um, I mean, for, you got to do it eventually, though. Uh, I guess so. I guess you're <laughs> right. But I wouldn't have chosen it so soon. I just, I think I would have avoided that at all costs. I yeah. mean, not only is he working with balance, lower and upper body and core strength all at the same time. Yeah. I just think that's a lot, not only a lot of physical requirement but it's also a lot of pressure yeah so i just i think i probably either would have saved that for the end if i had already banked the 50k it, skipped it or just skipped it all together <laughs> exactly <laughs> i didn't think it was looking that bad i feel like i could have i don't know there's there's some certain aspects in the climbing where i feel like it's easy because i mean i've been rock climbing and stuff and i enjoy it like, but was it raining no, no, it's like in those indoor rock climbing gyms, you know what I mean? And you're strapped on. So there was fall. no rain or no wind. No, but you know what I mean? It's like, I feel like it's more, it's like, I don't know, it's pretty simple to me to like find out where to put place your feet and all yeah. that kind of stuff. If you just block out the rain and wind, like, you're fine. Oh, you make it sound so simple. Just block out the rain and wind, well, yeah, everyone. think about it. Like, if you're just not even thinking about it, like, I could be throwing all this water at you. You're not thinking about it. You're just focused on where you're going. It doesn't matter. I have to disagree with you on that. I it's, think that is the it's most. It's a mental game. I mean, definitely a mental game. But it's balancing on a dry surface versus balancing on a wet surface it's a completely different game yeah you know and i just think that um he was really brave to take that on so early yeah i don't know i thought it was i don't know <laughs> so but you, you would have taken it on right away the way he did i would probably taken it on maybe like third okay like not so early I would, enough, I, i'd hit this is how my thing would go i'd go spiraling up because mm-hmm. it seems the easiest and then from spiraling up i'd go to the pool and then from the pool, I'd probably go to the road because like, I'm already wet from the right. pool and that's already done. And then I can just hit the windy wall. You know what I mean? I, I like that plan that's for you. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all strategy. You gotta. That's how you got to think. I'm telling you. Well, the one thing I have to say about um, VJ Jones, the defender, I thought he was the most legit defender. I really loved him. I Dude, thought he was killing it. Yeah, he really was. I love that he was young. You know what I, I mean? Know. He was just like a young buck, like killing it. Just yeah. Going Super after energetic. It. Definitely. Yeah. His movement. Everything just seemed very precise. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of yeah. precise, you got something to say? I do. <laughs> All right, guys. So before we move 
move on to our next topic. We just want to thank you guys so much for making us the ESPN of Talk TV. And for us to continue to grow, we could use a little bit of help from you. It doesn't take much. If you guys are on YouTube right now, we ask that you just hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. If you are on iTunes, give us that five-star rating. Um, no matter where you are, just leave us a comment so that you can get involved in the conversation because we do care about what you think and we do read your comments, whether they're naughty or nice. We read them and we take them <laughs> into consideration. Um, we just, we really appreciate After Buzz TV and being a part of this has been so beneficial for us and it's been a really wonderful experience. Um, it means the world to us. So in order for us to keep doing what we do, we just ask that you continue to support us and don't forget to tell your friends and family and most importantly, enjoy the show. Yeah, guys, get involved. Get commenting. It's okay. We love we love the comments. We want to hear from you guys. We want to hear what you're thinking. We want to hear what you know about different things. We love the knowledge we can get from, yes, from we do. you guys. So get Absolutely. involved. Okay, so back to the show. So he goes to Wendy Wall. He actually slips a little bit. Remember, we thought he was going to yeah. take a fall. I was nervous. Yeah, we thought he was going to take a fall. He actually bounces back. He gets through it, and then he gets the 25K. But the lead is only down to 45 seconds because right. VJ, like I said, with the agile on this flies up. And 45 seconds is not much of a lead. Yeah, but... When you're fatigued and you're wet and yeah, you're tired already, it's like... And honestly, I didn't think about it. By the way, I don't. you probably knew this already. I'm just kind of spaced out. The whole thing is only a mile. That's why it's called yeah. a million dollar mile. <laughs> you're so late. <laughs> I didn't know that. The whole thing is only a mile. So I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, like how many, like how much is spaced out between right. the thing? It's only... A, like a, but imagine if you were running a mile around a track, right? And at each each like quarter, corner. you had to stop yeah. and do something crazy. I yeah. mean, that's it's exhausting. I yeah. mean, I mean, doing the triathlon. I'm not going to lie to you. It was. It took us. Did you like, finish the triathlon? I did. I finished the triathlon. That's probably so fun. Come on! I, uh, after it you wasn't for that, me. After you I finished felt, that, <laughs> I felt extremely rewarded afterward, and I was really proud that I finished. But it's definitely not something I would do again. I yeah. think you have. It takes a really special type of personality and a special type of athlete to do this. And I'm not going to lie. You know, I I feel really bad actually because I didn't realize how serious this sport is and how hard these professional athletes work. Yeah. And you know, I'm doing some research in between last week and this week. I mean, these people work really hard. They dedicate their whole lives to this, and it's a serious sport. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I've done boxing, I've done volleyball, I've done yeah. softball, track, and and to be honest with you, that triathlon is the hardest thing I've ever done. Oh, so I know. much respect goes yeah. out to these athletes. I don't think I've really ever thought about it because, like, it's been, it was, it'd be so hard for me. You know what right. I mean? I've never thought about taking up such a gnarly course. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? But people do it all the time, and they kill it. Absolutely. It's insane. Props to you guys. For but sure. What I was going to say is... I'm going to do a Santa Barbara marathon where they have the wine stuff. That's, oh, my that's gosh. That's what I was thinking. It's like a 13 – because I had a buddy do it, and you, you reminded me. All these tough mutters and Spartan racers are, like, throwing <laughs> tomatoes and trash at the TV well, no, right now. No, I <laughs> no, I respect them, but I couldn't do it personally. Hey, you got to know your limits, right? Yeah, and at the end of this one, it's a 13-mile thing, and at the end of it, you get wine, free wine. 13 miles? Yeah, it's a half a mile. It's a – what's it called? A half marathon. Yeah, half marathon. Okay. Gotcha. Half a mile. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, it's, half a mar- it's half a marathon. <laughs> and at the end of it, you get wine. Hey, you know what? There's something for everybody. I know. I can't do that. <laughs> this stuff is gnarly. These people are like full gangsters. No, I truly. Truly. So Kellen does it. He gets the 25 and then the lead's down to 45 seconds. So he goes to flies on the wall, which is always a bad choice. Like, <laughs> never agree. go to flies on the wall. Like, that place just is just Just never bad. go there. No, that place is just <laughs> evil. Never go to flies on the wall. So he goes to flies on the wall, and it's 85 feet long, and it's just jumping around, and he finally gets on there, and then he falls. 
Yeah, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. When I saw that that's where he was going, I was like, why? Why? I just had a feeling. And the reason that I thought so is because with his build exactly. at 230 pounds, it's with his history as a quarterback. Exactly. And I just, you know, I just couldn't imagine him climbing and maneuvering and jumping and, and performing these type of agile movements yeah. that would be required to do well in this part of the obstacle course. And no, for sure. Sure enough, I mean, he struggled with it. Yeah. So he gets. VJ catches up to him and he's still on it. He's chugging through and then he falls and that drops the lead down to nine seconds and then he's behind. Right when he hits the ground, it's behind and then VJ catches up. Kills I mean, it. you can't afford to mess up. This is this is a part of the course that you cannot afford to mess up on yeah. if you want to get to the next level and you exactly. want to win that money. Yeah. So. And it flies on the wall. I'm telling you, it's a bad place. Everyone falls there. <laughs> I agree. Everyone falls there. <laughs> I mean, unless you're a gymnast or you have a history and you have some sort of background as an athlete that allows you to be able to do this with ease. I think saving it to the end or avoiding it is probably a smarter choice. Yeah, I agree. Thanks for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. If you didn't know, we do over 100 different after shows a week for your favorite TV series. We do it in podcast and video form, and it's never been easier to start your own podcast to get in with us and talk about the things you love. If you've ever thought about it, go to anchor.fm start to start your own podcast. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and super easy to use. Now, Anchor can match you with sponsors who want to advertise on your show and get you paid right away. Doing over 100 shows a week, it makes it so much easier to be able to cut out things that we want to cut out and insert things that we want to insert to make the show the quality that you, the fans, deserve. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start. That's anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. I can't wait to hear it. And so the third person up, after Kellen gets eliminated, the third person up was Amir York, who I actually know. That's so he's funny. He's a pro dancer, and he does ballet, and all, like, he's been dancing his whole life. So he's really agile, and he's really athletic, actually. He's, like, he's pretty good. And everybody, everybody was saying, like, his whole cause is, like, for dancers. So, so he can prove to everyone that dancers are athletes, too. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. So that's what he was trying to prove to everyone, because I guess... Dancers get counted out. They get out. a bad rap. Yeah, they get yeah. counted out. You know what I mean? They when do. people are talking about different sports, they're not like saying like, oh, this guy's a dancer. He's an athlete. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So he was trying to prove that to everyone. So he actually picks energy bars first, which I think was the best choice for him personally. What for him. Think? No, absolutely. I mean, it wouldn't have been the best choice for me. But yeah. for him, I agree with you. It was the best choice. As a dancer, um, being able to use your upper body strength and flexibility, I thought it was a good choice as well. Yeah. So he uses... All that that he knows, like you know what I mean, like ballet and all that, they use bars. Like you know what I mean, like he just used what he knew to do this, and Mm -hmm. I feel like that was the smartest choice. And his defender, which is your favorite, was (laughs) Hunter McIntyre, the sheriff. (laughs) Which I don't. This guy was a beast. I thought this guy was crazy good. He was six world titles. He was a racer in 2011, and he said he was devilishly handsome. Did you agree with that? Um, he did say that he was – he said that he was devilishly handsome, and I kept wondering, what does that have to do with anything? But, hey, you know, confidence helps yeah. in all areas, well, This I guy guess, was so. an athlete, though. This guy was prepared. You know what I mean? He definitely was, and he was super confident, which yeah. I feel like gives you an extra edge if yeah. you believe in yourself. Yeah, so. and like you were saying, having the balance between strength and agile, which – 
was seen in him, I feel like. Absolutely. Because he had the build to have the strength, and mm-hmm. he was so fast and so agile. You know what I mean? Definitely. He had both balances. He took off sprinting when they released him after mm-hmm. the two-minute head start. And I kind of felt like Amir was just kind of chilling, yeah. you know, on his run. And maybe that was his strategy. Maybe he was pacing himself. But the pace that he was at made me nervous. Yeah, I was no. like... You're not going to go any faster than yeah. that? Well, I mean, maybe he was just planning ahead, you know what I mean? I guess so. Everybody's, you know, to each his own. But I felt like he was moving really slow. No, yeah, for sure. So he gets the energy bars, and that's when he shows his, like, true good athletic self right there. That kid killed it. Amir killed energy bars, I true thought. True colors. Dude, he wrecked it, I thought. Yeah. Dude, he was had the perfect pace for it. I feel like he, literally, that was probably the best performance on energy bars I've seen on the show so far. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, he did He did a really good dude, job. he killed it. He literally killed it. The lead was only down to 153 after he finished. And he didn't seem like he was really breathing hard or too no, fatigued No, that's what I'm saying. That. He was ready for all that. That's yeah. who, I was the perfect well, choice Well, because he was running so slow out the gate. <laughs> yeah, but look, the lead didn't go down, so... You're right. You're the right lead was down to 153, and then he goes... To, dun, 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 to hell flies, flies on, on the wall. wall and when he gets there he was heavy breathing <laughs> a little bit already i feel like he picked up his pace towards that run towards mm-hmm. flies on the wall and as he got there he was already kind of winded and it just went bad from there the lead got bounced down to 110 and then hunter arrives and starts trash talking what did you feel about the trash talking did you like that did you, you thought know, it put a little more aspect in i it? was a pro softball player if you guys didn't know that and i didn't I, know that i did talk a little bit of trash were you a trash talker yeah really? a little bit only you know in small doses i would sprinkle a little bit in here and there yeah you know why wait, wait, why not you were pro yeah i played professionally in no switzerland way. yeah oh that's so mm-hmm. fun i i like a little trash talk i think it's healthy I don't know. I feel like you gotta be nice to everyone. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> so you gotta get in their there. heads. Yeah, Hunter was definitely getting in Amir's head. He was <laughs> trash talking, throwing it out there to him. And then Amir jumps for it, takes the fall. And yeah. that's it. Hunter takes the lead, and it was over for that one. I didn't expect that, honestly. I Even though I don't like flies on the wall, and I think it's a death trap, mm-hmm. um, I expected Amir to be better at it because he's a dancer. Yeah. And I just thought that his balance and that he'd be a little more graceful there. But I think his nerves got the best of him. Yeah, I think the trash talking got the best of him. Hey, that's why I used it. <laughs> <laughs> so Amir actually gets eliminated on this course. Which brings us to our fourth contestant and the final one, the most exciting one I've ever seen. This guy killed it. Deshaun Johnson, who is a boxing spar partner with Manny Pacquiao. He's an MMA fighter. And he was doing this for his mom. His mom raised him and his five siblings, and he just wanted to give back to her. I can't imagine growing up with five siblings. But um, kudos to him. And I I think anybody... That's why he's a boxer. He's probably fighting them all. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) So yeah, he it wanted to win for his home. mom. I thought that was nice. Yeah, that was it a was. good cause. He I he agree. said he wanted to give back. She worked so hard. She went to night school and having five kids. Like it was good. It was an inspiration for him, and that went far. This guy killed it. He's the first person that we've seen, you know, go this far and yeah. actually attempt to go for that million dollar bucket. I know, and dude, he was on the what the fourth one. Absolutely, yeah, he almost had it. He wasn't gonna stop. He definitely wasn't going to stop. He was a beast. So this guy picks momentum first, and his defender was the mighty Kiwi, who mm. was last week. She was a beast. She's an animal. Yeah, she's an animal. I would not <laughs> want to go up against her. No. But I thought this was a good matchup. You know what I mean? Definitely. Both, like, probably the best best athletes on this episode, they put them together. I Absolutely. Like. I couldn't agree with you more on that. So he takes off. 
which had a good pace when we were saying because he's a boxer. He's got great cardio. This guy was running without any problems. He looked like he was just enjoying yeah. his Sunday afternoon tea. I know. He was he killing was at it. at a great pace. So he gets there, and then he finally gets some momentum, and he kills it perfectly. He has a new strategy for, like, walking across the thin one. He, mm-hmm. like, lay, lays down. He's using Scooted his mind. Scooted across. Yeah. He, he's a killer. No man. shame in his game. He's a beast. So all. he busts across this, and then the lead is only down to 149. And then the defender gets there. And then she kills flies on. I mean, uh, momentum. She is just, you know, she literally said, um, what did she say? I have no weaknesses or disadvantages. disadvantages. And at first I thought, well, that's extremely cocky. But she really, she's she's proved herself right. Yeah, she's right. She has no weakness. She kills it every (laughs) single time. She busts through momentum and she drops the lead from 149 to 115, which is insane. But Emma catches up to him finally, and then he he's already gotten the twenty five k by now because he went to flies on the wall, right? Yeah, he went to flies on the wall and yeah, he killed it. He did. Yeah, and so he bounced around on flies on the wall. By the time Emma caught up to him, he was already halfway done. The lead was only down to a minute and two, though. I have which- to say that as an amateur. Um, Deshaun Johnson, he's been the best amateur that I've seen do flies of the wall on yeah. the wall. Yeah. I've never seen no, any of the other amateurs do it as well as he did. I agree. So far. He's probably learning from watching all these people, you know, take the falls on there. You know what I mean? And I mean, hopefully he got a chance to see that or yeah. we don't know, but, um, he definitely did a great job. You know what I'm surprised by is the times when they say like, oh, the lead's only down to a minute and two. Right. It still looks like they're pretty much like a full, like, two-minute lead. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, and there were times when we noticed them pass each other in the course, so I'm thinking the way that the course is designed, it's... It's just like loops. Correct. Yeah, exactly. So the minute was down to one to two, Emma catches up to him, and then he kills flies on the wall, but she is right on his coattail. Mm -hmm. But he banks the 25K, and then he goes to spiraling up, which we see him actually get tired. Right. And we see Emma wreck it. Emma literally was... Oh my god! It. it felt like sh- somebody was pulling the cord on the back of her shirt, like <laughs> helping her. That was how fast she was moving. I'm like, <gasps> she was killing it. She bounced all the way up, spiraling up. It was n- literally neck to neck, like this. Like he was getting tired on the way up. So finally, when they got to the top, he jumped, and she was maybe like two seconds. I him. was getting anxiety. I literally, my nail literally broke. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see it, but it literally broke during this part of Were the you, show. Yeah, she was like this the whole time. She, <laughs> They're going neck and neck, but he finally he gets that one, and then he finally gets to the deep water solo, and his lead is only eighteen seconds. I'm telling you, <laughs> the deep water solo is another one. <laughs> I'm like, there's a lot of things on this course that I just would avoid, yeah. and that's one of them. I mean, yeah. I think swimming takes so much out of you. Yeah, and he was so close to the end, and I just, felt, I mean, he had to go oh, there. Wait, eventually. He went to energy bars. I didn't even write that down because I was so involved. No, he, he went to it. yeah, moment energy bars. Like, before Deepwater Solo. Did he? Are you yeah. sure? he went to Energy Bars, and then he killed that. And then he went to Deepwater Solo at the You're end. Right. Because he was making 250 if he beat Deepwater Solo. Yeah, because he finished Energy Bars. He was already in the fourth stage of it exactly. when she was just starting the first one. Exactly. Got it. So he went to Energy Bars first, and he had the lead the whole time. He mm-hmm. literally finished as she was in the first stage. There's four different stages of Energy Bars. Right. And he was in the end, and she was in the first and then he gets to deep water solo, which is your favorite. And he has to swim and then climb up the wall. But he was so gassed out from doing all like the, the energy bar stuff with his upper body. Absolutely. Already. So when he got to deep water solo, he had to use more of his upper body and right. he was gassed. I mean, he didn't really have an option, though. He was going he was obviously going for the million dollars. And yeah. so you, he had to do every single step. Well, I mean, of he course. already banked the 50K. So. so, I mean, I would try oh. it, too. Yeah. yeah Why I not? Well. Right? Yeah. He was. So he won 100K with energy bars. 
And then he was going to win $250,000 if he won Deepwater Solo. Did but, you see his mom in the audience? She was yeah. so proud. Dude, that was yeah. he was the best performance I've seen it so was far. Really it's only great. been two episodes, but that was a killer performance. For sure. He was killing it. And he didn't look winded until after he was in yeah. the pool. Yeah. So he gets to the pool. She catches up to him. And then he's on the wall, takes a fall. She bounces right up, kills it. And then she catches up to him. So he gets eliminated. But he banked the 50K. So, I would have loved to see him run toward the exit and, and climb up the rope. I think that would have been interesting to watch. Yeah, I wonder so how well he would have done there. Once you win the 50K, you don't have to do that, right? Oh, you're absolutely right. Because right? he banked the 50K no matter but what. But that, yeah. that's the point of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I was wondering. I like that ending obstacle course, yeah. too. So I was wondering how come he didn't have to do I wonder how that. he would have done on that. He probably would have killed that one. What do you guys one. think? I wonder. He would have killed that one. I'm you calling so? that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he gets eliminated. And then that ends this show. And... I thought this was like the mo- like last week was like the first opening, so we just got a feel for it. But I thought this was so exciting. Like if the season keeps going like this, like I'll be stoked. I like, know I really enjoyed it, and it's like the whoever does the music for this show is great. It's, oh, I it know. gives me anxiety every time. As but you see every single time, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> the kind of anxiety that I enjoy. <laughs> and we have some news and gossip about the show for you guys. After Buzz TV News. So the first one is Tim Tebow is actually playing for the Mets right now. He was playing outfield for the Mets, and then he just got bumped down. It said March 13th, TMZ writes that he got bumped down to the minor league. But, uh, I mean, that's still good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He, so he pulled a uh, Michael Jordan on us. Oh, yeah, he's pulling a Bo Jackson on us. <laughs> so he's playing minor league baseball, and he said that he's so swamped with everything, with baseball, and now he's getting married. And I guess the... American football, like Alliance of American Football, they're Uh calling him to play, too. So he's been getting swamped with a bunch of stuff, and he said he needed extra care during taping of the show because he's just so worked about it. I can imagine. Yeah, I would imagine, too. Having all that going on and hosting the show and playing pro baseball. like. I love how humble he is, though, despite everything that he does have going on. Yeah, just, he's he such just, a good man. Yeah, he just seems like a really yeah. nice guy. He's a really good guy. Yeah. And he's so happy all the time. You right. notice that? Every time he's hosting the show, he's screaming around. He's it's loving so great. It. You can tell he really is enjoying it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so he loves it. And then the other news was Hollywood Reporter writes that the the crew of the show was saying it was so challenging to figure out how to shoot the course and the mm-hmm. lights. Like, look, you guys can see it there. Like, it's literally in the middle of downtown LA. So right. to get all the shots of where all the runners and all everyone's at, mm-hmm. they said it was so challenging to have all of that lit up perfectly so we can see it on the screen. I can't even imagine how long they had to have that part of downtown LA blocked off. Yeah. And we live here, and I guess we didn't notice that this was notice. going on. Yeah. They probably have to do it, like, late night, I'm probably. guessing. I mean, you could, I wonder what time they did it and when they did this and how uh, traffic wasn't affected. Or maybe it oh, was and we just didn't notice. Well, maybe but. they just blocked them off and they just hoped everyone would find a way home. Yeah. I don't know, but the, it, it looks great. They did a great job. I'm, I mean, I know it was hard for yeah. them to light it, yeah. but they figured it out, and it looks really great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So next week, guys, do we have any predictions? You got any hopes and dreams to see who, who would perform on this? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Do we have any hopes and dreams? Who do you want to see on there? Let's see... I mean, it's already been two people that we know on there. Right. So maybe we'll see someone, someone else. I knew last week, someone you knew this I know. week. Um, you know, the type of athlete I would like to see on this show is someone who played baseball or softball. I yeah. think it'd be interesting just to see how they, they move through the course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I wanna see I wanna see more of like a 
I guess we've already kind of seen a football player. Yeah. But I want to see, like, a like a famous pro football player, like, try this course out. That would like, be you know interesting I mean? to see someone who's actually a well-known athlete yeah. compete with another well Like, get, like, Reggie Bush or something. Right. This. To like, compete I would love, with someone who's right? a professional. Obstacle at, course racer. Like, I would absolutely. love to see, like, a pro football athlete and a pro obstacle course racer go at it and, like, see how good the football mm. player can keep up. You know what I mean? That would be really interesting. Right? I would love to see that. Yeah. It'd have to probably be someone that, like, is newly retired, though, just because their things in their contract might prevent them from participating. Yeah, from in, hopping in on the show. Right. Yeah, so I'm saying. Reggie Bush. That's my prediction. I love Reggie Bush. Right? I feel but, like he, yeah. he would be a guy to hop on the show. I think sure. he could win and the he's million still dollars. In, he's in great shape, that guy. He would kill this show. Yeah. Guys, we got to get Reggie Bush on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that wraps up our show for this week. We're excited to see you next week for episode three of Million Dollar Mile. I want to thank you guys for joining and commenting and hopping in. And we'll see you guys next week. I'm Angelo Garcia. You can find me on Instagram at Angelo Garcia with three A's. And I'm Tiffany Tony. You can find me on everything at Tiffany underscore T-O-N-E-Y underscore. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.